0: American half hound with two beef patties lettuce, tomatoes, and corn.
1: Steady, the podcast dedicated to exploring the great singles with a particular eye to the punk, new wave, and DIY eras of the last century. I keep throwing that the in there. I'm Adrian Madoc. I'm the Adrian Madoc.
0: (laughs) The famous Adrian Madoc, and I'm Steve Ono McGowan. We are in a band, the Beef People, who released a single in 1986 on our own label, Zub Records, but we are record collectors and passionate, especially about the expression of pop music perfection that is the single recording. Exploring the mystery of what makes for a great single is what propelled us to begin this here podcast.
1: And this here podcast is number zero...
0: 056.
1: 056, 56. Wow, we've done a few of these.
0: Yeah, we, we might start knowing what we're doing if we're not too careful. Um,
1: yeah, we're going to have to avoid that. But here's somebody who did know what they were doing. Yes. Uh, at, a t- at a time when when no one else could guess <laughs> what they were doing. It's the B-52s, and the single is?
0: Rock Lobster from ah, 1979.
1: 1979. And this actually reached number one in Canada. <laughs> As you do. And didn't reach the top 40 in the United States, but certainly a, a staple of uh, American uh, fun dance music.
0: Pretty much the um, penultimate, ultimate, New wave band. Yeah. The B 52s.
1: I think I was thinking that just as, um, you know, we talked about Sex Pistols Mm -hmm. and, you know, kicking off punk. Right. um, And and Ramon's kicking off punk. Punk in the U.S. Right, um, that really New Wave can Mm -hmm. trace its its origins. Right, Mm -hmm. Um, the family tree pretty much uh, is a single um, point at at the B52s.
0: Yes, I agree. the The song was originally released in 1978 on the uh, the the B52s being from Athens, Georgia. It was released from the Atlanta label D.B. Rex, which is owned by Danny Beard. He's the D.B. Right. And uh, his uh, little independent label, we you called them kind of the Ace of Hearts records. Right. I and mean,
1: we've talked about a couple bands yes. uh, from the Northeast, Boston mm-hmm. uh, area, being on Ace of Hearts and Ace of Hearts really being the cradle of, local. of independent genius yes. for, for local bands. And you had a similar thing, mm-hmm. D.B.'s. D.B. uh, Rex acting that way for the Southeast.
0: We've already talked about D.B. Rex from Pylon and the Swimming Pool Cues. And they had many other bands, including uh, Guadalcanal Diary and others. Um, This was their first single. Um, Danny Beard owns the store in Little Five Points in Atlanta called Wax and Facts. Fabulous Record store.
1: We talked about the cassette in a can that right. we, we each got a copy of the cassette in a can in and DBS. it was at Wax and Tracks.
0: Right, right. Wax and Facts.
1: Facts and Facts.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the well, tracks were from Wax and Facts.
0: Yes. And uh, so this is Danny Beard's label. This is his first single with the B 52s and it did extremely well uh, independently. Uh, they were picked up by Warner Brothers and they re recorded the song. And the single was uh, re-released in 1979, and um, the album cut is a lot longer. The single cut is shortened. It's still a fabulous song anyway you slice it, anyway you chop it up. And why don't we go ahead and listen to it? Yes. Um, from 1979, the Athens, Georgia band, the B Fifty Twos, and Rock
1: Lobster. <laughs> Beach. Everybody had matching towels Somebody went under a dock
0: and there they saw a rock It wasn't a That was Rock Lobster. Um, one of the things I love about the B52s is it's a very um, unconventional style band. You've got a drummer, you've got a guitar player playing a Mosrite guitar, which is a very un- unfashionable guitar. Or oh, the only one I can think of that played one was uh, was uh, Johnny Ramone, and it was a different model because it was the only guitar he could afford.
1: Right. So these were cheap guitars, yes. surf guitars. Mm-hmm.
0: And he had it tuned like a baritone, which means it was tuned down a little bit, so it had a little deeper sound. And Kate Pearson is playing the bass parts on a keyboard, uh Dora style, um, a Farfisa organ, which is also a cheap cheap 60s organ. And they have three singers, Fred Schneider and Cindy Wilson, and uh, Kate all sing. So it's really a vocal band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: And unusual vocals at that, yes. and, which might be um, a good time for us to talk about... Uh, People inspired by the B-52s because, yes. you know, I talked about it uh-huh. kicking off right. um, New Wave, really. Right. And both in style mm-hmm. and what, you know, we'll talk a little bit about. But this, sort of,
0: this song also kicked off the old wave. Yeah, <laughs> yes. kicking
1: off an important old wave.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, most people know that I'm kind of a Beatles uh, scholar. And of all the books I've read about John Lennon, uh, this was a period he was being a house husband in New York at the Taking Dakota. Bread, raising yes, Shawn. raising the kid. Not hadn't picked up a guitar in years. Not interested in music. Not listening to popular music. Just not, just totally unplugged from it all. And uh, this was one of those periods. Yoko made him go take a vacation on his own. He went down to Bermuda with Sean. He happened to be in a nightclub one night and he heard Rock Lobster, and it totally lit the fuse for him. He he said that uh. This is like what Yoko's stuff used to be like.
1: Right. Uh-huh. This is really what they were attempting mm-hmm. to achieve back right. in the day, this sort right. of inventive uh, rethinking mm-hmm. of what music is for and how mm-hmm. how music can be and presented. And how it's
0: presented, yes. And uh, he um, decided right then and there, it was time to uh, wake up the missus, he said, and uh, get the guitars out and let's Yoko and I make an album together, which they'd never done before. They... They, they had made um, the Plastic Ono Band records, which she had her record and he had his record, but they were going to collaborate on this one.
1: And this was Double Fantasy. Right.
0: His last record. Um, and also, he mentioned specifically, and we're going to uh, po- post a, a link to, to him talking about it, that if you listen to uh, Yoko's Why from the 1970 record, um, Plastic Ono Band, uh, Yoko Ono Plastic Ono Band, um, you could hear what the B-52s were right. doing. Right,
1: so really, the especially the um, Kate and Cindy's vocalizations. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: So we're going to play a little bit of that right now. This is Yoko Ono from 1970, Yoko Ono Plastic Ono Band, Why? <laughs> Well I think John Lennon was absolutely right. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that's Yoko's thing and that's what the B fifty twos are doing. And they freely admitted that they uh they they uh you know, pinched a lot of the stuff from you. Right.
1: And I mean, and you think about a uh, UGA and, mm-hmm. and the art program there. Mm-hmm. And we, we talked a little bit about Pylon really is art students right. and approaching a Progena band is an art project. And I think right. there's some of that in, right. in the bones here as well.
0: Yeah. And, you know, they said how basically they were just like-minded people and they wanted to be a party band. You know, the ergo, the three singers, they wanted to play at their friends parties and they were wildly successful. I mean, with music like that, who wouldn't want to go and dance and, and drink beer and have a good time with your friends listening to the B 52s at somebody's frat house, you know? Um, it, it would be a, be a great party, you know?
1: Yeah, but that was not a long period for them. No. I mean, they, they, they hit success fairly quickly. Very quickly. And, and, and that was not in mm-hmm. Athens, right? right so right. They, they were. Um,
0: they went to New York and uh, everything changed for them, they, they got big. Mm-hmm.
1: They got big quick.
0: Yeah. And they got on. Me. One of the things that really got them big was they were on Saturday Night Live. And I can't find a link to that right now. But um, I do remember them being on Saturday Night Live and it just yes, being and, like, wow, that's the B 52s, you know?
1: The, the physical. Um, mm-hmm. pre- I mean, they looked like nobody else. Right. And, um, <laughs> you know, that thrift store right. ethos. Right. And um, throwback to the 60s, mm-hmm. kitsch the appreciation for sort of the absurdity the name mm-hmm. B52s doesn't come from the bomber but from a hairstyle right from a the B-B-Hai bouffant hairstyle yeah, you know. and um you know that's the sort of absurdity in the late 70s uh, you know looking back 10 15 years at mm-hmm. your parents absurdities when the, you know when you were a kid mm-hmm. and looking yes at sort of you know the oddness that was going around
0: and the, and the lyrics in Rock Lobster are, are total goof. You know, they're, they're they um, verge on the um, uh, Alice in Wonderland spectrum, you know, it's right. just, just, you know, an earlobe fell in the deep. And then there's the list of all the bikini whales and the dogfish and the you know, it's it's a surreal and, and silly and fun
1: in in party record in that you call mm-hmm. out.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you almost you, like a
1: call and call, response.
0: It's exactly what Cat I was. Cab Calloway, <laughs> yes, right? Heidi, 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 ho. <laughs> so, um,
1: but I, I was gonna yeah. say that, that, um, that thrift store affection, you know, I think as mm-hmm. probably listeners might think about thrift store mm-hmm. and, and, um, you know, the recent hit, mm-hmm. uh, and riff yeah. on that, but. In the seventies, going mm-hmm. to the Goodwill. Yeah. I mean, we lived yeah. at the Goodwill.
0: Yeah, that was we got all our quote unquote stage clothes. But that was Goodwill. not
1: the thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we were unusual in doing. That. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, and it, we got it, a
0: lot of our regular clothes there too. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: But um, you know, sort of um, trolling mm-hmm. the the racks at the Goodwill right. at thrift stores was not um, mm-hmm. not something the, the kids were doing right. back in the right. day. Yeah. But I'll try to put up a photo for you mm-hmm. of, of um, some finds I had. Yes. And it was like... Because you're looking for clothes that have been turned loose. Right. And it wasn't new stuff. It was Uh stuff people were, you know, Vietnam era. Right. Late 60s. A lot of polyester. A lot of polyester. Mm -hmm. A lot of really outrageous mini skirts. Yeah, just crazy um, patterns. Graphic patterns Mm -hmm. that were just, you know. Cool. People weren't wearing stuff like that at the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was my everyday Mm -hmm. wear.
0: Yep. They're bringing it back in one of the uh, videos for... uh, Rock Lobster. Um, Cindy's wearing one of those really cool Mondrian dresses. Mondrian dress, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I can remember yeah. in the
1: '60s, my dad getting. Uh-huh. Well, there were paper dresses were a thing, <laughs> right. and, but a Mondrian dress was like a big deal.
0: Right, right. So height of fashion. It, absolutely. So these guys are really the the, the spear of the new wave. The um, uh, influence. A lot of bands, right. you know, not just John Lennon. <laughs>
1: yeah, and, and just you know that idea that um, that the goofing on right. and having fun, mm-hmm. sure, um, uh, about mm-hmm. um, recent past.
0: There wouldn't be a they might be giants without the B fifty right. Th- That think.
1: sort of mining yeah. pop culture for right. its gems and its detritus. Yes, and celebrating both equally, right.
0: and 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 just partying down. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Can you hear anybody covering this song?
1: Oh, covering Rock Lobster. Um, you know, I'm not sure who has that joie de vivre.
0: I, the only thing I could think of would be like the 70s era Sparks.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So kind of a time machine yes, sort of uh-huh. thing.
0: Yes. Pre- predating them. Oh, but.
1: and it would have been great to have heard John and
0: Yoko. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That would be be amazing. Um
1: well, I mean, I think before we got, you know, there's a little sadness here, too, yes. you know, mm-hmm. not not just talking about John. Yeah. But um, we were in Athens. Right. Actually, the um, beef people were doing a radio interview for right. a gig. And that's when the news uh, mm-hmm. of uh, Ricky Wilson's um, passing. Yes. That yeah, was, and, that was and, a bad know, day. Quite, you know, uh, yeah. how, how awful to be in uh, Athens. I know. You know I know. But, um, very, very because they, they were beloved in Athens, yeah, they were I mean, the, everybody's you know, they were friends, absolute and, icons. Yes,
0: and
1: um, family.
0: I, I saw them once. Did, did we see them together in Athens? I don't know. I saw they played in Athens like at a big arena, it wasn't, wasn't not, like I, a club show. I don't show. think
1: I saw that. I saw um, mm-hmm. them, they came um mm-hmm. you know the big gymnasium where yeah. I saw the English Mugs tour, the, right. the Mesopotamian tour yeah. came through there. I saw that,
0: right? So, um, um I'm sure and, and, they had some metal band open. As right, they did right. In those days. Yeah. they were great. You know, they still, still provided a great show. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the original band, but it was it was fun. And you know, um, uh, they're the B52s. You know, they're yeah. they're basically an institution. So, do you have a recommendation for today?
1: I, I would recommend. Um, And I'll post a link uh, to you. Um, Mm -hmm. Cindy Wilson, um, she came through Durham twice Mm -hmm. uh, in support of her latest solo album, which is her second or third. Mm -hmm. And I'll post a link to the video Mm -hmm. for Brother. Okay. Um, Because, of course, her brother was a bandmate um, in the B-52s as well. And it's really interesting electro um, synth um, music. Mm -hmm. It's very unlike the B-52s. Cool. Um, but it's great stuff. And I, and I, you know, I enjoyed it enough to go back mm-hmm. for seconds. Right.
0: And I know, and I hadn't heard, but I know she had been singing a little bit with the Glenn Phillips band in Atlanta, oh, nice. Yes. Nice. which is a very incongruous pairing, but I'm sure it turned out amazing. Yeah. Um, I would, I'm going to recommend, uh, we were talking about DB records and Danny beard. He started by owning a record store as a lot of independent, uh, record labels do and he still owns a store it's called wax and Facts. it's in little five points in atlanta um criminal records is right around the corner but wax and Facts is the real deal they've been there since 76 i have spent more money than i care to admit in that store i found the coolest records i've ever owned there i mean the cassette in a can yeah you want it they have it and uh it's uh, not particularly well organized, but the guy, <laughs> the guys that work there, the the guys and girls that work there, they um, they know where everything is. So uh,
1: just ask. It,
0: just go down there, go to the Vortex for lunch, and spend the day at Wax and Facts, and uh, um, bring you jukebox money, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's it for today. Uh, number oh five six singles going steady. The uh, Pinnacle, Spear of the New Wave, the B-52s from Athens, Georgia, Rock Lobster.
1: Thick as a narwhal.
0: Watch out for that bikini whale. To learn more about the artists and recordings we just talked about, visit our website at ZubRecords.com and click on the Singles Going Steady icon.
1: You'll also find links to the persons, places, and things we recommend and much more.
0: You can find episodes of Singles Going Steady on our website or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
1: Singles Going Steady is brought to you by the power and majesty of Zub Records. Zub Records. Records. Smart Smart sounds for for sharp sharp people.
0: Today.